Back to the Frontier Freedom Hour with Jeff Hunt, sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Here's Jeff Hunt. So I'm talking with Tom Copeland, Director of Research at Colorado Christian University, Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University, all about the debates that took place this week and the interview that took place with Tucker Carlson and Donald Trump. It feels like two different conversations, and essentially it was, and how that's going to shape this future election. All of that's at FrontierFreedomRadio.com if you missed any of it. Again, a reminder, we're not in the business of getting anybody elected. We're just analyzing the trends, the policies, personalities, how things are shaping up in this election. And it's fascinating stuff to me. But I want to get to this during our final segment because this is very, very important. I think most of us are frustrated with the direction of our country. Not because of a particular party or even an individual, but a loss of moral statesmanship. That just seems to have vanished. When I look back at the, the great leaders of this country, the George Washingtons, the Abraham Lincolns, the Ronald Reagans, I go, where is that statesmanship and how does that reflect the people that we're electing and putting up? How, how does that reflect our morals and values in this country? And what do we need to do to shape this moving forward? So, as I said we don't get anybody elected. We don't work in campaigns or politics or endorse any candidates or parties or anything like that. But we do want to train up people of strong moral values to help lead our communities. Friends, we can no longer just sit around and go, gosh, I sure hope a good school board member rises up from the ether and just appears and leads our school boards well. Or our county commissions or our cities or city councils or whatever it might be, library boards. And I think people are waking up to the real truth here that the type of people you elect and their moral foundations matter really, really bigly, as Donald Trump would say, to to the direction of our communities. We can't just allow this to happen. See, I think we suffer in many ways from this kind of 1960s mentality when it comes to things like city council, library boards, school boards, those types of things. That Generally, we all have the same values. And over the last five years, I think parents have especially woken up to this in education, that there are people that don't share any of your values, not only leading the education system, in our communities, but directly influencing their children. And that's shocking. That wakes people up. I do not want your values, which I believe are destructive to human flourishing, being poured into my children. I do not want that happening. And so people are saying, we've got to step up here. So at Colorado Christian University, we have a public policy program, a politics program, a public policy emphasis within that politics program, where we are going to train up the next generation of Christian conservative statesmen, not to run in a particular party or to win any particular seats, but to be leaders in their communities. And central to this program is the director of research at the Centennial Institute, Dr. Tom Copeland who's been working with students at Colorado Christian University for years. 
Tom, what are we trying to achieve at CCU? We're trying to, to train up students to take positions of significant leadership in government and business and other things. That's in our strategic priorities as a university. And so it's happening in the politics program. We have our graduates going on to work uh, in, on, on Capitol Hill and in think tanks and in top five law firms and uh, significant leadership positions uh, with, with state parties and uh, the, you know, the House minority in Colorado and so on. We also have students taking positions of significant leadership in, in business, uh, in education, uh, in the sciences. And so we're, we're trying to raise students or train them who have a firm foundation, first of all, in Christ uh, and have a solid understanding of biblical theology. They also understand the importance of the Western tradition and all the things that we talk about in our strategic priorities, compassion for the poor, traditional family values, the original intent of the Constitution. They get those things in the core curriculum, and then it's reinforced in classes in their, uh, in their majors. Particularly in politics, we are trying to raise students, again, train, to, to be ready for these positions. And that requires two things. One, the core of the program is political philosophy, which doesn't, you know, it doesn't, doesn't sell a lot of tickets uh, to big-name shows. But what it does is it gives the students a chance to reflect on what people dating back thousands of years have had to say about politics. You know, with our professor, Dr. Steve Shoemaker, they'll, they'll read Plato's Republic, where one of the fundamental questions is, does power grow out of the barrel of a gun? That's Thrasymachus. Now, it also sounds like Sun Tzu and, and ancient Chinese philosophers and so on. But, you know, is power simply a question of who has the biggest gun? Or does power relate to justice somehow? So they have to think about those kinds of things and understand not only what other people have said over the years, but where they stand on those kinds of issues. And then we married the philosophical with the practical. Um, they need to know how Washington works. You, we were talking earlier about the debate and kind of the question of Vivek being a, a rookie and on-the-job training and so on. Our students learn how to write professional memos, how to draft policy papers. Uh, many of them intern at the state capitol and work on uh, reviewing legislation, attending hearings, and so on. Because the philosophical doesn't get you very far if you can't get anything done, but it doesn't matter if you're really good at using the system if you don't have a strong philosophical and moral basis for it. So we're trying to do both of those things at the same time in the politics and public policy program. I'm struck when I meet with today's political leaders on both sides, I've seen this, where we are not electing people that are the best suited in a particular issue, right? Like really knowledgeable in a particular issue. I would say Abraham Lincoln was this way. Go back to the Stephen Douglas debates, okay? Stephen Douglas and, uh, and Abraham Lincoln debating for the U.S. Senate seat in, in Illinois. There's no television. There's no ads at that point. So you got to go visit with people directly. So they host these debates, I believe, in seven districts all around Illinois, seven or nine, and thousands of people show up to these debates, and they debate for three hours over the issue of slavery. Three hours. Name one political leader you know that could focus 30 minutes on a particular issue and work through all the complexities of it. Abraham Lincoln, three hours. And think about this. 
I think God was setting up Lincoln. He often talks about kind of being the Driftwood president. Uh, he, he, you know, God somehow made him the president. If you go and look at the convention where he was nominated, it, I mean, it almost looks like a divine hand. But he was an expert in slavery. So when he becomes the president and pushes through the abolition of the slave trade in America, he's an expert on that. The emancipation, right? He, was an, he debated that. He knew that issue. So we're, we're not electing people that know issues particularly well. We're not electing people based upon their principles, like deeply committed people of faith with strong moral centers. We're not doing that. And then we're not really even particularly electing people that care that much about their constituents who say, you know what? I'm gifted by God to really care for people, and I'm going to spend my time out there listening to the needs of, of my constituents and helping them out. We seem to be exclusively, at this point, electing people who are delivery mechanisms for special interest groups. That's your strong suit. If that's your strong suit, you can win a state house or state senate seat or a county commissioner seat. If you can go to these special interest groups and kind of raise your hand and say, you guys send me the bill, you draft the legislation, I'll introduce it, and I'll make sure it gets through. They're almost kind of glorified lobbyists at this point. And I remember talking to a legislator down at the state council. I said, who do you call? I think we were, we were working on this abortion bill. And I said, who do you call when you want to amend a bill? Do you call your counterpart on the other side of the aisle? He says, no, I call the special interest group that actually wrote the bill, like the ACLU or Planned Parenthood or those types of things, that, that the lawmakers aren't even writing the bills anymore. They're just delivery people for special interest groups. So how do you confront that? What do you do? You have a few options. You can just say, all right, I'm done with it. I don't have anything to do with this. The whole system's broken. I'm going to go move way out into the sticks and just homestead it. Or you get in the game and you support an institution like Colorado Christian University and the Centennial Institute and our politics program that's going to go, we don't just hope they appear, we train them up to lead our communities well because we know that if righteous people are in leadership positions, everybody flourishes. So you have to have an institution that is going to take the four years necessary to train up that type of leadership. That is what we're doing at Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. So if you want to be a part of it, go to centennial.ccu.edu. That's centennial.ccu.edu. And let's do this together. Let's reform our communities to honor God. And when we do that, we know that everybody does better, that the whole community flourishes. Dr. Tom Copeland, Director of Research at the Centennial Institute, thanks so much for being on the show today. Glad to be here with you, Jeff. All right, friends, we're in the thick of it. We're going to provide good analysis, policy analysis, on what this upcoming election will mean for not only our state, but our nation. Lots of issues out there, everything from Proposition HH here in Colorado to the national issues as well. Stick with the Frontier Freedom Radio Hour. This upcoming election season will help you through it all. Thanks so much for tuning in. This is Jeff Hunt, Chief Wagon Boss, Michael Arpaio Geronimo on the board. We'll see you next week. God bless you and yeehaw.